You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for joining me for another Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. Really appreciate all of you joining us. If you haven't done so, if you haven't subscribed to the show yet, please do so. Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And please re-review the show. And, of course, you can find all of our programming, CannabisRadio.com. And we're going to go ahead and take our microphones out to Macon County, Illinois, which is, if you're looking for the area and want to give a little idea of, you know, uh, proximity to other big cities, Decatur is the most prominent city in Macon County, then you have to the east, Indianapolis, Indiana, to the southwest, St. Louis, and to the west, Kansas City. So if you think about where it's at there, and a new dispensary being opened up in the space that is been brought in late last year, and my guest here opened a new dispensary in Macon County to where it's becoming a prominent hub for individuals in the greater Decatur, Illinois vicinity, who are keen on exploring cannabis offerings. And I'm here with the COO of Indus365 and also the one of the co-owners of Mystic Greens, Shankar Ramakrishnan. Shankar, thanks for being on with us. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me on. A lot to go within there. Now, when I'm looking across and I'm looking for information, number one, when I try to look for information on yourself and, and things in Illinois, you know, I love the fact that we always have these particular publications okay. that like to go ahead and drop in their you know, the, the customary paywalls before I'm going to get into the stories to find out about them. Well, that's one thing, but otherwise, that's me my, on my rant for the day. But what is it about the market in Macon County in Illinois that is really of a state like Illinois that has been pretty prominent in the cannabis industry, medical and adult use for a while now? What is it about this? Was Do you feel like that Macon County before coming in was an underserved county or underserved area? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. So, I mean, our strategy was, well, it's, as you know, the history of Illinois, the whole licensing thing, right, started in 2019. Uh, you know, they had a pause due to COVID, all this stuff, and then they went through litigation because some of the folks didn't, uh, didn't like the way the state did the lottery system, all this stuff. So it's it's mostly a lottery system. We applied for five regions. That's how they broke it down in the mm-hmm. beginning, you know. So we, we luckily we won uh, one region, which is the Macon County region. And uh, actually, there's three licenses allocated for that particular region, and we won one of those. So the other two, I guess they never 
you know, decided to open or not. I don't know what's going on. So that's one of the reasons that, uh, you know, we kind of, I wouldn't say uh, uh, started in Macon County. We had no choice. We, we won one and then we went with Macon County. So the beautiful thing about Macon County is, like you said, you're right, right? Decatur is one of the biggest city there uh, you know, in terms of proximity and, and kind of awareness. And the, the city of Decatur decided not to allow cannabis. Uh, so you know how this goes, right? So yeah. even though the state says, yes, you still need to go to the local county board or the city board, whatever, right, to get their blessing. And if they so, if they say no, they, they say no, that's it. You know, we can we cannot open. That's, that's the end of it. So unfortunately, Decatur said no, which is one of the biggest cities, roughly 78,000 population. Uh, that's, that's, that's the last time I checked. And then there's a little town called Harristown right inside Macon, or Decatur. It's kind of like outskirts. It's its own city. Uh, it's basically has two, two to three streets. That's that's where it is. Somehow we got lucky, and then we convinced Harristown to go with us, and that's kind of the history. So we started construction in uh, uh, June, no, March, January of last year, actually. It's a ground-up construction. We bought the land uh, because, like I said, it's a small town. There's... If it's a decade, it's a different story. Would have bought an existing property, but they said no. So we went to Harris Town. They kind of welcomed us. We bought the land, built it all up. So we, it's a record construction time. We opened in uh, in June, July time. Uh, actually, July. We did the soft opening end of July, and August first, we are, you know, up and running. So it's pretty much almost six months um, running with no issues, and we're happy with it. Now, I want to ask you about the process because it's the first time I get to go and talk about. What is being used, and I know this is. I realizing this is not just Illinois, but there are other states that are instituting this social equity lottery system. Now we've talked extensively about New York and New Jersey and the issues they have in terms of the licensing process, all the way up to well, okay. For instance, I have somebody going to be talking to a little bit later on today for another program about the the New York social equity system because he just went through an entire process of trying to open up. And getting a second license for another dispensary, mm-hmm. having to open up a pop-up dispensary, temporary f- facility, then go through inspection, then go through months later, being able to go ahead and restart the business in a permanent facility. And, you know, New York State initially putting up a $210 million fund, but it is a fund that you have to pay a 12 to 13% interest rate on when you have to go and pay back for that loan. And then you're going on and, you know, you have to... There's a part where, I mean, really, it's not even so much social equity as it is this. But in this case here, first of all, there was a House Bill 1443 that mm-hmm. back in July or August last year, they instituted where they would create 110 social equity dispensary licenses on top of the 75 that were awarded to top scoring t- tight applicants via lottery. And they would go through the process. And also in this, they put in here, and I want to just give this for the audience out here just to get a, a really some context. So some of the qualifying parts that have to be is that they have to be, have lived in an area that's proportionally impacted by the war in drugs for 10 years or an eligible, has an eligible cannabis related conviction or has a family member with such a conviction. And then location requires will be modified, set forth in the Cannabis Act, which would be allowing one qualifying or social justice, equity justice involved lottery winner to locate their site within 1,500 square feet of an early approval adult use site. Remove the requirement from the Illinois Department of Financial and Professional Regulation to inspect the site prior to authorizing build-out. And there were three lotteries, blind lotteries, they said, automated through a computer program, run through multiple quality assurance checks before final results are delivered to the 
Department of Financial and Professional Regulation. And they would designate five medical licenses available for issuance to social equity acquaintance only. Shankar, this is confusing, and this is a lot of fiery hoops to go ahead and jump through to get to this process. So you got to this, and six months that's the good part. I mean, right. Obviously you're looking at the, the, the right side of this because you're like saying, Oh, six months, no problems. We're moving along. But the process to get here sounds magnifying. No, you're, you're spot on. It, it's, it's confusing. And it's, uh, it's like, I said, it's not for the fate of the heart, you know, that, that, that I can say. So, you know, uh, we are not backed up by huge, uh, uh, I guess MSOs or corporations, right? So the way the strategy, I don't know, you, you follow, if you follow the industry, right? The way these guys do with the big guys, I call them, uh, which own multi-state operators. So what they do yes. is they go in and buy their existing medical uh, dispensary. So most of the states, uh, I would say at least 60 to 70% of the states have some kind of medical dispensary program, right? It's only for medical patients. So you got to get that card, uh, you know, then, you know, you can go buy your cannabis showing your medical card that you have a condition that you need cannabis to, you know, uh, work with the condition. So what these guys do is they go and buy these mom and pop shops two, five years ahead of time and kind of, you know, what whatever the price that would be. So they just sit on it, right? They let the existing owners or whatever run with it, or these guys will hire somebody to run it. So all these rules, uh, what they do is whenever they, Let's say, for example, Ohio just passed, uh, you know, meaning like they said they, they got a green light, right? Okay, we're going to go a little wreck, all right? But they still, it looks like they're going to follow very similar to Illinois. So what they said is same thing as Illinois did, right? Existing medical cannabis guys are grandfathered, meaning if you're a medical guy, you can go to wreck the day they said green light, meaning when the state, the legislation passed, they have the rules all said, this, those guys are grandfathered already. So if you think about it, uh, just for Illinois, right? So they had a two to three years of monopoly or head start while all these new guys are trying to go through the hoops, get the real estate up and running, build out, inspection, all this stuff. You, uh, you know, this is insane. So that, that's that's one thing. And then the, 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 to answer your main question, it, it is a lot of work. Uh, I mean, I'm an engineer uh, by trade. Uh, I have a master's degree, so I kind of understand writing, you know, papers and application documents communication and then my business partner uh, he's also an engineer as well and then luckily on the social equity side we have a great partner she's a veteran and she's very smart and knowledgeable as well so you need to have a great team uh, that's no doubt if you don't have a great team it's it's forget it you know you're going to apply uh, and then after that you're going to be like don't know what to do because there's so many things even when, even after we open <clears throat> uh, just to let you know we are we are we the state watches us through camera access, right? So there's cameras everywhere. State has the camera access. They can watch anytime they want. And it's all, it's all, everything needs to be counted for. Inventory is going to be a headache. So they come in and pop it inspection. They will, they'll ask us to count everything. So the, literally there's no zero room for error. Uh, that's how it needs to be run. Uh, I'm not sure you can aware of the, like a wild grace or any pharmacy setting. Uh, so they got to go through inspections too, right? Because the painkillers and the kind of prescription drugs, the same thing, but multiply that by, you know, 100. So that's how intense it is, even if you open it. Uh, Stay tuned. We have more Blunt Business coming up after a short break. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. Welcome back to Blunt Business. I'm here with the COO of Indus 365 and also the 
one of the co-owners of Mystic Greens, Shankar Ramakrishnan. Now, I got to ask about, because you were able to get make it through. I mean, obviously, there's a thing to be said about being able to, well, I wouldn't what do you call it, winning the lottery here, even in that pun, because of the amount of, I mean, there, when you think about it, you know, this is going back for like, like four years that you've had adult use now legal in the state of Illinois. At the moment, there are 177 adult use marijuana cannabis retailers, adult use cannabis retailers, 67 social equity. And then we're learning as well, and this is from MJ Biz Daily, they actually reported this earlier this month, that 133 applicants selected in the 2022 social equity lotteries, 2022, are still mm-hmm. in the process of receiving their full dispensary licenses from the Department of Financial and Professional Re- 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 Financial Professional Regulation. Still waiting. 55 applicants were selected in July, and that's that you were one of those 55. Finally getting to go through. But, like, you're telling me that another, what, another what? No, no, so the, the quarters yeah. of them have still not gotten their licenses yet. Yeah, no, no, no. It's not the way that I, maybe. Oh, they, okay. I understand. So it's not that they need. So the way it works is right. So they call it conditional license. So that's what everybody has the the one in the article. So 122 guys, they have a green light saying from the department saying, "Hey, you won, you won the whatever the lottery or whatever, mm-hmm. right? So you you got it. So now go build it out. So that's where they're waiting. So what happens is you're you're spot on, right? It needs money. It's it's not cheap. So even if you're doing a build out, I'm just giving you an example, right? Just your camera system alone, the way the state wants, costs three hundred thousand dollars. That's it. No, there's no, even if you go to find the cheapest system out there, minimum 250 to 300 grand gone. You need to have that in your in your hand to even, you know, just basic security. Forget the remodeling. So we're talking about almost a million dollars just to get the facility up and running to where the state wants. So you tell me, you know, you, the guys already four years ago, three years ago, spent, I don't know, a lot of people spent because they paid a lot of consulting guys, which, which there's another sham going on. Yeah, uh, a lot of a lot of money. You know, they uh, of course it's, it's, it's capitalism, right? Everybody wants to take advantage, so they probably spend hundred hundred grand to you know whatever fifty grand, hundred grand to two hundred grand to just get their application in. And then they're out of money, so now they got the license. Now they don't know what to do, right? Because a lot of these guys have zero guidance. You know, they they thought it's more like a coffee shop. You know, hey, you know what? I got the license. I'm going to go open a coffee shop or a restaurant or whatever. No, it's not. It, it's a lot of work. So they go through the document again because they got to follow everything they submitted. That's, yeah. that's the key. So they get overwhelmed. So I would say almost 50 to 60% of them are sitting on selling the license, meaning ah. they said, okay, I have it. I'll sell you for half a million, whatever the cost would be, right? That's what they're sitting on. So they're waiting on until the last minute of the deadline. And which Illinois State is kind of a little iffy about it because I don't know you're following it, but they keep extending the deadlines too. Right, so I see that. Yeah. Frustrating too because I see where they're coming from because they're giving these little guys an opportunity. But again, they got a dry line. Okay, enough is enough, right? These little guys are sometimes greedy too because they, you know if if they want to sell for a million or half a million, and the the buyer comes in and says, you know what, I'll buy it for two hundred grand, they, they they will say no because and there doesn't have to be someone that was qualifying under social equity. Once they get that license, they can sell it to whoever. Exactly. There's a lot of provisions out there. That's how we bought another one. So I, technically, we have two two dispensaries right now. So we... So, I mean, there's a chance that there might be some licensees that got to the process, got to the lottery, just so they can go ahead and sell it off to another company. And who knows if they already intended to go and sell it to someone and had some potential buyer in mind. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's what they're all sitting on. So... 
This is not a good process. This is not a good process. <laughs> you got three quarters of license or applicants trying to go ahead and get the licensing done. They're getting held off. And then, like you said here, this is incredible. Like, again, hear this one more time. That there are those licenses, those applicants that will make it through the process. Then they go through. They're not going to go through the loan process. They're not going to go through and build a dispensary. No, they're going to take that license now that they have it. They're going to sell it off to a potential buyer. And that person does not need to be a social equity applicant. That's incredible. But that's a loophole that the state of Illinois did not look at. And maybe they didn't. Maybe they're just looking blindly at it and saying, oh, no, this process is still going to work. The governor still says that, you know, equity first, most accessible cannabis industry in the nation. I mean, there obviously will be some people that will make it through as social equity applicants. But then it's you've said it already a couple of times, Shankar. You got to have good people around. You have to be business savvy. There's just a thing where this is not where you're going to get government assistance and they're just going to kind of like just, you know, hold your hand as they get you through to go and build a dispensary and start making money off of it. No, it's not going to happen that way. Not to mention, you know, what they offered in terms of as well, the fund, right? The fund, quote unquote, that they have available too. Because you're talking about, okay, financial assistance to social equity cannabis licensees. Okay, they have the Illinois Department of Commerce and Economic Opportunity a social equity loan program offering flexible low-interest loans, holding cannabis licenses to help with the business expenses. Now, it involves a repayment term of over five years or with $34 million in loans expected to be available in the first year. And there's requirements for that. But now, who, which bank is holding that? Because what we learned is that in New York, it is a particular bank that's holding on to this fund. It's private-public partnership. So exactly. there's a bank that's making your money off of this, off the loans, that, you know, if you don't make the payments and you don't go ahead and take care of that loan, that you got to be totally business savvy. So for any social equity licensee in any state, heed this warning that you must be business savvy. You just can't come in here and think this is going to be some kind of performative kind of do good kind of thing that the government's going to get to you. They don't do that. They're not the process of giving you free stuff. This is, you still got to pay for it. Now, now some of this is going to work for some people, for those that, they need the help in terms of the loans. They need in terms of the, the help to get there because they know how to build the business, but they just need the capital. So that absolutely is very worthwhile and worthy. But this right here, it, people just don't understand that. And Illinois, I'm telling you, I'm my eyes are open to this. I can't believe this here. And so the, and then the loans you're able to get, qualifying is up to $500,000. And for transportation licensees, 100000 adult use cultivation, up to a million. I mean, that's... Only no, no, j- just yeah, just to clarify, right? I mean, again, uh, state did a. It's one of the first, and I think the nation to do the social. Their intentions were great, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, I don't want to. <laughs> oh no, I, I'm saying that too. Yes, but but the problem is we're going to abuse the privilege. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. Right? It's, it's their old saying, right? You cannot put the horse in front of the cart, right? That's what they did. Right. Yeah, you know, they they had great intentions, but they well, the, the planning part is okay. They didn't think about, okay, so these guys, social equity, which you know, just check the criteria, right? You got to live in this poverty neighborhood or you've been incarcerated or whatever. So how would these guys have a million dollars sitting in the bank account? It's impossible. It's like, so yeah. uh, so that, that's why the loan is forget it. Even for me, you know, my credit score is good and all this stuff. For us to even get a loan, it's like a loan shark. It's worse. It's worse than uh, those payday loan interest rates. You go to these guys. They say, oh, well, you know, you need this, you need this, you need to write your entire life and this and that to get, you know, whatever the loan we want. And we said, you know what, forget it. You know, we don't want to do that. So we just kind of 
went through investor angle, meaning, you know, friends, family, all this stuff. Like, you know, we, we kind of, you know, able to raise that money, but that's not the case for a lot of people. You know, the loan is pretty much non-existent. If Forget it. If, you, if you're not even like, you know, in the top tier credit history or you have some, you know, collateral or whatever, forget it. So the program that the state has, that's another joke because that's really frustrated us because we thought, okay, let's apply for that loan. At least we'll get, you know, even if 100K or whatever, that works. But no, they they, they didn't handle their program correctly, and which is a big deal because a lot of these social equity guys already complained to the state. State like, hey, guys, you gave us the license, but, you know, can you just give us a loan? It's not like a free money, right? Just, you know, give us some loan. But they just, unfortunately, they don't talk to each other uh, as with any any government organizations, right? So they got this old, Illinois Department of Revenue Cannabis Division, and then you got this economic development or whatever they have. They don't talk to each other. And the sad part is, I don't know, you looked at the record number of sales. Illinois is actually leading the entire country. I think they did $1.6 last year. Uh, that's what they did. That's insane, right? If you think about it, the, the money is coming in. Okay, so why are you guys not helping these guys to come on board, right? That's that's a big mystery. So, <laughs> Exactly. And I'll tell you, you know, when I'm looking at what other states are around, now one of the things I want to look at too, while they're doing all this here, Illinois can still get in both. Well, we got $1.6 billion in sales last year. That's something. Uh, one thing they mentioned in the story from MG Biz Daily about this was that there was a decrease on out-of-state shoppers. Now, you have Indiana to your east that, you know, they're, they're a dry state. They don't have. And if I'm looking right now, I'm also seeing what is it, uh, I forget if it's Nebraska or Kansas. I forget what other state to the south you have. You have several states also have no programming either. And you're looking at what can you do right now in terms of trying to, if you want to have, you know, those shoppers coming in, which is, I don't know how much income early comes from that for us, uh, especially like yours. But when you look at that, yeah, Nebraska and Kansas, there we go. And even Wisconsin, if you want to go and make the trip over to go ahead and buy that's one of the things they're trying to go ahead and work on. But when you look at it right You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand. And even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat mother of three, and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast. Save a little more this month. Chime checking accounts have features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with spot me and no monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com slash goals 24. Banking services debit card provided by Bancorp, Bank NA, or Stride Bank NA, members of FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. There, the potential to go ahead and have 
you know, more sales and more people coming in to go ahead and visit your dispensaries. Talk to me about that part in terms of, you know, what money is being still left out there in terms of the out-of-state shoppers not coming through so much. And if there's anything of an illicit market that you also have been able to have been able to go ahead and uh, counteract with as well. So, I mean, the, 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 the out-of-state markets, right? I mean, if you think about it, it's all the borders. So, so for example, the biggest thing that affected Illinois, which which we never really did, is the Missouri one, right? So Missouri borders right there. Uh, so be, be Missouri legalized, it's almost a year now, but I think uh, the biggest thing is they, they had a lower taxes than the Illinois, you know, uh, the sales tax for cannabis. So there was a huge articles written up, oh, Illinois mm-hmm. is going to go down, blah, 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 you know, around the corner. But the bad part is there's no variety, right? So the cannabis shoppers, you know, from our experience, which we are running two stores right now, you know, uh, obviously, you know, what are we talking about? They like variety, you know, they don't want if you're stuck with only two or three, you know, off the shelf, whatever things, you know, they're not going to care for it. They still, we notice people from Missouri coming to Illinois for a variety, crossing the border, coming, buying stores from Illinois. So I think the, the out of state buyers are usually are only around the border areas. But if you're in, in the middle of the state, you know, if it's like a two hour drive, nobody's going to do it. So they'll probably go to the dispensary, you know, whatever is closest to them in Illinois. And that's where we are, right? For all of our sales are pretty much. You know, the people living in Decatur, in and around Decatur. And the only time you get out of state is during a vacation period. This holiday season was great. Uh, I think we had a record uh, December, actually, or January is going to be record as well. Uh, because people were traveling in town for family, friends, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, whatever. Right? right. They all came, came down and we got a lot of reviews too. Hey, I live in uh, Texas or I live in Colorado or whatever. Oh, you, you know, you guys have different variety. I love it. You know, it's great. Uh, prices aren't that bad, you know. That that's 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 the feedback we get. So it's not a big, uh, for the dispensaries who operate in the middle of the state, it's not a big deal, you know, whether it's in state or out of state. Pretty much their entire sales is be driven by in state because, you know, that's that's what it is. But the border states, uh, they're not. It's the the example of the Missouri, right? It didn't affect that much for Illinois, so they're still doing their business as usual. Actually, it's the other way around. Missouri guys are coming in. Actually, Missouri passed a legislation, I think, a couple of months ago, right. you know, increasing the, the the taxes, too. So it's pretty much on par with Illinois right now, if you think about it. So because the state said, uh, the county or whatever, the state guy said, oh, you know what? Illinois is making so much money. Why are we shooting ourselves in the foot? Let's make the tax rate the same. Uh, so pretty much there's no, if you're right in the Missouri border or if you live on the Missouri side and if you want to have a taste of Illinois, there's nothing preventing you to crossing borders. Actually, Illinois has better options than Missouri, if you think about it. So. That's going to be the challenge for all these new uh, new states that are coming on online. Because think about it, right? Cannabis, even though it's legalized, the, the, every state needs to produce its own. You cannot go import it from Colorado or you can you know, buy it from Illinois. So they still need to have these cultivators come online. That's going to be the big, big, big thing before any dispensary can come online. Even I think it's going to be a huge problem for New Jersey, New York. The more cultivators you have, it's better for the business. It's like, you know, uh, have more options, right? If you have only two or three cultivators in New Jersey or New York or whatever, you would have a problem because customers are getting bored pretty right away. Like, yeah, there's only like two or three flowers or uh, one pre-roll, which, you know, quality is not great. So you need to have a lot of variety. So Illinois is lucky in that way, meaning it had a lot of four to five years for all these. Right. Uh, was like Cresco, Verano, you know, Ascend, those guys established a nice, nice, uh, grow facilities cultivation across the entire state. So they uh, partner with a lot of brands from California, uh, East Coast, West Coast, all this stuff in Colorado. So they brought in all these 
brands that they like, the dog walkers, you know, Stacey, all these guys, they came in and now customers are, are experiencing the variety and, you know, the quality and everything. So that's, that's one thing I would say about Illinois is you cannot beat the quality in Illinois. So. I love that you, you made the, the point right there because, you know, and I also want to go, let you go and be able to justify the fact about where things were and how things uh, came to be with, you have a good head on your shoulders, the fact that you're able to go ahead and, you know, still speak highly and still, you know, look at everything from a positive aspect after years of trying to get this licensing process in place. And for the point of wanting to use this program right now here, just so I can make this point to the listeners, look at this kind of, look at the, the maze you have to go through here, the hoops, the hurdles, this whole obstacle course. It's like a, it's like a mental decathlon of what you have to go and do as a social equity app applicant to just to take opportunity. Now, Think of it if you're a legacy operator trying to get into this space in the same way and the qualifications that you need to go and meet. Then there's the process where, and this is the part where all the social equity programs have an issue, is because when you go through this program, you know, there's possibility corruption. We're not saying it's on purpose. We're not saying that it was the intent of the states. No, but this can be abused. We're That's one thing we can focus on right now. We've learned about that. Then the other part is it's the process itself where, you got to be able to have the wherewithal, financially, business savvy, to be able to survive the process to even get to the point where you can open the dispensary, build and open. I mean, that's so much right there. We're learning about that. And it's incredible. That's a lot of work to go through. And I'm like, I'm really, I commend you and, and your team there to be able to go through and, and be able to go ahead and handle all this here. This was, I can only imagine how much you had to go through just to get to this point. It's, I mean, this is painstaking. It's so much time to take on this, and but you finally got here. And let's go ahead and talk about the actual spot itself. So, Mr. Greens, what can you tell me really quickly about, and that's also a parent company is Industry 65. So, real quickly, Mr. Green, Mr. Greens, the concept of Mr. Greens and Industry 65 as a whole. Tell us more about that. Right. So, uh, thank you for all the kind words uh, there. Uh, so, the like I said, it started in 2019, uh, you know, uh, with my friend, because I live in Colorado, my friend lives in Illinois, so I miss the opportunity. I always want to, I'm an entrepreneur by nature, so I always look for these new opportunities and kind of, you know, that challenges the the trend, right? Meaning, and, oh, selling cannabis, wow, that's, that's, <laughs> I've never heard of that, right? Right. It happens only in the United States, right, legally. So, and you can still, you know, run as a business. That's like, oh, wow. So, when Colorado legalized it, I really want to get in, but at that time, I was, you know, a little anger, I had a little kid. I was like, you know what? Uh, same thing, right? I need to raise capital, all this stuff. So I didn't have a, you know, stomach for it. When I was following it, uh, and then uh, I met my friend in Illinois. I went to college, undergrad together. You know, we are roommates, uh, dorm mates, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, best friend. So I went and met him for a birthday. He said, hey, you know, Illinois is legalizing. I told him you should do it because, you know, why not? So I said, sure. So the whole thing started, you know, him and, uh, the two guys, and then we started going through the application, all this stuff. We did the same thing, you know, we hired an app writer, the same traditional stuff, because like I said, it's new for us, right? Same thing, we, we forked up stuff. Uh, and then the COVID hit, all this stuff, and then we brought in a social equity a person as well. We, we met this amazing vet friend of ours who said, hey, would you be interested uh, for a stake in the company? Plus, you know, you want to be part of this? She said, sure. Uh, so that's kind of the dream team, if you will, the three people joined, and then the local investors and stuff. 
So that's how we kickstarted it, submitted the application. Oh, actually, we did grow as well. So we want to grow. So luckily, we won the grow license as well. So well, I'm gonna ask you about that because I saw you were granted the craft grow license, and back in March when you broke ground, and yes, exactly. the thing was the plan was to get a thirty thousand square foot center on the site. Where are you in that right now? Oh, the, the shell is done. Actually, last month we completed the shell 100%. So right now, uh, funny thing, agricultural department, because the grow is a different piece. It's, it takes me oh, I bet. almost 10 to 50x more capital than your dispensary uh, you know, piece. So uh, what did the state did is they did an extension for another year. So luckily we got that email last month saying, hey, all the existing grow guys can, our cultivators can get another one year extension for you to bring online. So so we have a little breathing room uh, because, like you said, you know, our capital are tied everywhere. So we uh, it's a good sign in a way. Okay, we got another year to worry about that. So going back to the history, so that's how you know we won the dispensary, and then we said, okay, we need to come up with a name. Uh, I'm a very creative person by nature. I said, you know what? Uh, come up with names. Come up with the Mystic Greens. Uh, you know, I like dragons and mythology. That's kind of the our logo. If you think about, if you look at it, so that's how it all started. So. And then we went with a simple design because the one thing, because we went to California, we toured the cultivators, dispensaries in California, you know, Vegas, uh, been to the biggest 24-7 dispensary in Vegas, all this stuff. So we did a lot of the tour in Colorado. We did a lot of uh, groundwork to kind of understand the, uh, because the, the problem there is nobody will tell you the secret sauce. Unfortunately, it's kind of frustrating in this industry. Nobody gives you the insights. Though. They'll tell you, uh, oh yeah, you do this, you do that. Are paying me fifty grand, hundred grand, whatever. It it really frustrated me because the knowledge is very sparse, right? Because you can connect the dots, but nobody tells you how how much work you need to get to this point, or or how to figure this out, or how to figure that out. The knowledge is non-existent, to be honest with you. But anyways, we did that, and uh, and then the quickly realized that that the a lot of these people. You know, when we go to these shows, they charge two, three times more than the re than the cost of average retail store build out, because they, as soon as they see cannabis, they slap another <laughs> thirty to forty percent a markup on everything, which is really frustrated us because right. it gets the same thing. The showcase is a showcase. It doesn't matter whether you display bagels or bread mm -hmm. or, or cannabis, right? It's the same thing. Uh, a sheet truck is the same sheet truck. It doesn't matter whether you're building it for a coffee shop or a cannabis shop. Stay tuned. We have more Blunt Business coming up after a short break. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. Welcome back to Blunt Business. I'm here with the COO of Indus365 and also the one of the co-owners of Mystic Greens, Shankar Ramakrishnan. It was very interesting that your grow and dispensary location the, t the town of Harristown is a population of 1,300 people, and Decatur is your closest uh, city next to it. So building outside of the city, you know, kind of outside of civilization, I mean, I don't know how many traffic lights you probably have in a town like that, but uh, the plan to go ahead and be able to build there, or was it just what was a, what was a possible to go ahead and do both and have grow and dispensary at the same time, having that proximity? And, you know, how did it work out to go and be able to get, well, obviously you're on uh, highways, US 36 and uh, right. uh, Highway 72, or, yeah. So I, I saw there's that. So you have, you know, it's right off the off the interstates, but you're also putting the risk of saying, okay, we're not in the city, we're not that foot traffic. We're getting people that are driving through, seeing the, the billboards going across, and that's how they're finding, that's how they're finding your shop. 
Right. I mean, the like I said, the biggest thing is, you know, we, we are the only people there as a dispenser, right? I mean, of course, there's a lot of medical folks who drive an hour down to Springfield or they go to Peoria. So those are the two biggest cities out of Decatur or Harristown that people were, were currently going, especially, you know, cancer patients and, you know, PTSD, whatever, whatever the issues could be. You know, all those medical guys, you know, unfortunately, they drive a long distance. And we kind of filled that void because we had two opportunities, two places, actually. There's one in Harristown. Actually, there's another town. I forgot the name. And then when we looked into it, Harristown kind of made sense because the, the county board or the board of Harristown, you know, was welcoming to us. They're very nice. And you know what? Uh, you know, we bought the land already. They said, hey, can't we going to put both this here? Are you guys okay? They, they said, sure. You know, no issues. Go for it, whatever. So they are welcoming to us and it kind of helped us immensely. But in terms of traffic, again, the word spreads fast. It dispenses. I mean... That's why I tell the people calling me all the time now, hey, how do you do this? How do you do this, right? One advantage a dispensary has is it sells for itself, right? You don't have to compete like, oh, there's a grocery store, Walmart, Target, or, or Safeway or whatever. But dispensary is dispensary. Everybody knows what's sold in dispensary, right? You don't want to. <laughs> if you do it right, you know, have a good team, have a good, uh, you know, products, it sells itself. That's why I tell a lot of people. You don't have to overthink it, overcomplicate it. You don't have to do a ton of marketing. People know about it because if you're the only person there or maybe another person there, they all know where the dispensaries are. You know, it's the same, right. you know, it's just it's nothing magic about it. You're We are going after a niche market, right? It's not like everybody's going to go to the dispensary. Everybody who smokes and they all follow these rules, right? Uh, it's legalized and they obviously want to search for a dispensary and then we pop up, they come in and, and the word spreads out pretty quick. That's why, you know, every month in our sales, each literally went from, you know, 15 to 20%. You know, like, I'm, I'm not complaining, but we're blessed in a way that it's it's not slowing anytime down. So that that's right. that's the beauty about this. So let's go talk about the website. So Mystic Greens with a Z, by the way, mysticgreenswithaz.com. Uh, full product line. You have the, the locations in Decatur, or just outside of Decatur and Lincoln, Illinois, and a lot of products. So, Tell me about what you have in terms of the line. Obviously, you have flour, pre-rolls, edibles, drinks, and uh, edibles itself, concentrates, topicals, so much. Wide line, and, you know, obviously, you have a, a with several brands that you have out there that you're also working with as well. Talk to me about those. So, uh, the, the it's, uh, like I said, we we uh, work with all the big guys like Cresco, Veranos, and also we are actually giving opportunities like a lot of the social equity cultivators that's coming online. Actually, there's one guy who, you know, went through the same headache as us, right? So social equity, you know, cultivator who actually launching some chocolate products or whatever. So we are launching, are we helping them to put in our store because it's one of the few stores that we are helping them out. Uh, so uh, we have a lot of brands. Uh, the one brand I'm I'm particular about Shelby Farms, Blues Brothers. So it's the Jeep Bellows. Sure. Uh, <laughs> so actually, we are, I'm proud to say, I think we are the only dispensed in the Midwest that carry Shelby Farms, Blues Brothers line which I love it and our customers love it. Every time we bring it in, uh, it's sold out like within like a week, two weeks. Uh, so they sell in Chicago because it's a small farm. Uh, Mr. Belushi runs it, uh, Shelby Hill Farms. Uh, so right. what what else I like? Uh, flowers from um, Arise. Uh, it's the, they grow through air. Uh, so it's not hydroponics. Uh, I forgot the, uh, the terminology for it. It's uh, so the cannabis that grows only with air. So that's a beautiful uh, technology. It's clean. Uh, flower people love them, uh, and then I like ninety three boys. Uh, they're kind of the street <laughs> street name. Uh, 
Yeah, a lot of familiar news. I see 1937, Old Pal, Stizzy. There's a lot of these. We're very oh, yeah, 1937 is another one. Yeah. Uh, they they do uh, uh, Stizzy brands. That's the one I was talking to you about. It's oh, in California. Yeah. yeah, it's a pretty big brand in California. They partner with 1937 guys. Uh, so we have their vape products. Uh, so And then a Revolution. Uh, it's a local to Illinois as well. Uh, they're in uh, uh, Delavan uh, in Illinois. So they make all these unique. They want a lot of cannabis cup flowers uh, for competitions. Uh, so we carry their line. Um, yeah, Wana brands for the edibles. You got Wana brand. That's huge. There you go. Yeah, we got Wana brand. Uh, Legacy is a great one for edibles. Uh, so, so I see you got Wild as well. That's great. Yeah, quite yeah, a, quite will, extensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We 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 pretty much cover all the spectrum. Um, I mean, the flowers pretty much the high selling one. So one thing I we like about our customers is they they demand. Uh, the the higher quantity, seven grams and fourteen grams. So we kind of try to carry them. So there's like two three companies that kind of deal within the, like the bigger size, Cresco's and High Supplies and that kind of company. So we carry those too. So, uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, we we carry a lot of brand. Uh, and in terms of uh, cookies, <laughs> the the one company I was telling about, actually they're going to launch a, a cake batter flour with THC in it. So you can buy the flour, go home. And bake a cake or a cookie or a brownie or whatever. So that mix is actually going to go live next week. So uh, yeah, it's a lot of a lot of cool stuff coming along. Well, Shakara, this is this was a eye opening experience. I you know, and obviously a lot of great work on the products. It's good to go and see you got all at this point, you and your team, to get where you are right now. Fascinating story about how you got this dispensary up. And honestly, I haven't not. I didn't know I'd had the chance to go ahead and get such an in-depth look into social equity licensing in Illinois and this lottery system. Cause I've heard about it. I just, you know, I didn't come across the chance to go ahead and talk about it. So I really appreciate you being so open about this and, and understanding. And like I said, we're not, we're not judging here on the program. I mean, I mean we just need to point out that there are things here that everybody needs to be aware of. If you're going to be a part and participate like this, these are all things you got to be aware of and understand. So, I really appreciate you, Shankar, coming on to talk to us about this. And uh, we've already gone well past 30 minutes. We're going to go ahead and uh, wrap things up. So website again is mysticgreens.com with a Z at the end. And uh, anything else you want to go and just make sure that what what can people do to go and continue to follow along with the Industry 65 story and, and what other things you have in plan? Yeah, so real quick, uh, so we are planning a third location, actually. So it'll come online in March. So basically, we have two right now, third one. And then I, I'm starting a consulting group. Actually, we started January 1st. It's called Sour Diesel Group to help mm-hmm. people, uh, you know, who are the same board as me, uh, as us, that, you know, don't know what to do. Or we will say it as it is, right? I mean, we, we're not going to charge right a zillion dollars or whatever we are like I said, uh, very, very uh, normal people. You know, we want to tell the truth. So if anybody interested in any other states that want to reach out to us, sourdieselgroup.com, that's the that's the one thing we launched uh, with my uh, partner, Tiffany and Krishna. And then well, actually a fun thing is we are hosting a 420 event in Central Illinois, the first in history. Ah. Uh, so the, the 420 event is usually in Chicago or big cities, but we actually signed... Uh, picked up a place last week, so it's going in Lincoln Fairgrounds. Uh, it's going to be huge. So 420illinoisfestival.com. It's a placeholder, but you can go check out the website and sign up if you want updates. So, yeah, a lot of things planned this year. Uh, super exciting. And uh, like I said, uh, you know, we're excited. So we're blessed and, uh, you know, everything is going well. 
Really wonderful. We're going to have you talk to us. And uh, best of luck for all of you out there in Illinois and also that, with that third dispensary coming in. And really great you're giving out that opportunity for people to go and consult with you because that kind of insight and advice, you know, after you're listening to this program, you should go ahead and take a listen and see if you can reach out to Shankar and his team, Sour Diesel, and see if they can help you while you get to the process of getting your license as a social equity applicant, whichever state you're in, and what they could do for you. So, again, we're here with Shankar Ramakrishnan, the COO of Industry 65, and co-founder of Mystic Greens in Illinois. Uh, this message is, again, Harristown and Lincoln, Illinois. Shankar, thanks for being with us. Thank you. Really appreciate it. Appreciate it. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.